Hey, welcome to New Hope Underground. Hey, everybody, what's going on? It's series overview time. Series overview time, the time where we overview the series. <laughs> As you can tell That's from right. the name of it, uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. Wait, I, would, I would hope so. We yes. do an overview of the series coming up and uh, give some teasers around what it's going to be about, why we do it, some of the background, uh, hopefully to get you excited and to encourage, I mean... Uh, I feel like there's something missed when we do a series and like if you're not able to show up or be a part of all of it, it can diminish it in some ways. And so hopefully this creates energy and excitement for series coming up and that's you're there every week. That's right. And uh, I'm just going to I'm just going to be flat out honest. Oh, just Let's name, just throw this out just name it, because man. it's just uh, still in my brain. But we just we just recorded this, but didn't record it. <laughs> we just went through it. And he's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And I'm like, well, I like he just kept up. staring at the board. Oh, no. And I'm like, did you forget to record? He's like, I don't. I'm sure it turned as wide as a ghost. <laughs> I felt so bad for you. Uh, well, thank Why you are much. you such a dumb, stupid I idiot? don't know. <laughs> I, I got my, I was, lots of people around me got lots of reasons, I'm sure. But hey, here's the thing. Hey, you know what, dude? We were talking about, if, yeah, go ahead. It is okay. <laughs> we're recording. We're with people we love. Thank you, everyone. It's all good. Thank you for your grace. Even though you have no idea. I mean, it didn't really affect you, you at all. It didn't affect you yeah. at all. But, but it uh, affected me, and I forgive you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It means more than you know. But uh, we're, we're talking about Ephesians. We're getting ready yeah. to start this series called Ephesians in Christ. Yeah. And before we get into some uh, details of that, um, we need to talk about newhopenow.cc. Mm. Because uh, what are we doing new with this Ephesians series, Tyler? We are actually doing, we're doing a couple things, which is really cool. We are doing a reading plan. Like, we want to give everybody in our church so everybody who's listening right now watching right now to give you. you the opportunity to opt into the series with us like there's something powerful when we're reading the text together yes and so there's two different steps that we're going to do when you go to newhopenow.cc the very first thing you'll see on yeah, there you can sign up for the Ephesians reading plan now that Sounds like sometimes if you've done like a read the Bible in a year, some people are like super hardcore, read the Bible in three months, where it's a ton of stuff every day that you're reading and it can feel overwhelming and you feel like you get behind. But the way this series is going, it's an 11 week series going through the letter of Ephesians, which is only six chapters long. Right. And so, I mean, even like the first week, which we're coming up this Sunday is, uh, it's only 14 verses. Yeah. And so what will happen is when you sign up for the reading plan, you'll get two notification prompts. In the Wednesday before the message that you know that is coming that weekend, you'll get a prompt that Wednesday before with the actual text we're covering that Sunday. So you can actually, I mean, it'll like take you to the it's text. It's a link. It takes yeah, you right to the text. It's a link to the text. You can read the text along. You can read it right there in the moment. You can read it in your quiet time sometime before that Sunday. And to even have the like Sam, the prophet Samuel moment that like Eli the priest told him, like when you, you know, and I do this when I read scriptures. I pray that prayer he taught Samuel to say, you know, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Like, mm -hmm. I pray that before mm -hmm. I read scripture because I really mm -hmm. want the Holy Spirit to speak. And you can do that. And so some of the things God may show you in the text might be stuff we're talking about on Sunday. And so you'll be like right in unity, right in line with what we're talking about. So that's the first notification. The Wednesday before, you'll get a link to actually read the text. What you'll get immediately on that Sunday, like later that afternoon, you'll get a notification for dun, da, 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 <laughs> supplemental podcast material. Yes. What 
New Hope Underground is going to do is every single week, all through the 11 weeks of this series, we are going to have the speaker of that week. So like I'm starting the series this first week is whoever is speaking that week will invite a guest on to a special episode of New Hope Underground to discuss the text in deeper, more meaningful ways. So we're not just going to rehash what's talked about on Sunday morning, but we're going to get to talk about things that, you know, we may not have time to cover in 30 minutes. And And hopefully kind of leads to more of a devotional way. Yeah. You know, so that you can, you can get into the text a little bit more. I think the thing is that's so special about this at newhopenow.cc. If you haven't signed up, go do it. Uh, you just put your phone number in, they give you the, give you yeah. the notifications. But the reason we're asking you to do this is is, is not necess- necessarily just uh, for the health of it, health, but also for the idea that this is this, that we feel like uh, if you will just jump in and commit to reading, then maybe you'll do it more. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe absolutely. Maybe more of a chance of you doing it. Because I'm, I'm not the best reader. I mean, I, I don't, in my free time, the first thing I don't think of is to read. You yeah, know? right. <laughs> but, I, but I think some people, uh, I think some, a lot of people are like that with me. But having that little bit of a commitment and getting a notification, I'll click on that and I'm going to read it. And there's know? something powerful about knowing that as you're reading that text, hundreds of other people are reading it with you as exactly. well. Maybe even at the same time, if you like do it right away. But something I found, and just to give a little teaser for like this coming supplemental podcast, like for this Sunday, I'm not going to tell you who the special guest is who I invited on, but this person is super amazing. They gave tons of cool insight, and so I'm excited for you to hear that is as I was talking with this person, like kind of going through the text, I was, you know, trying to be really careful about not rehashing the points I made on Sunday, right. but to leave it open for new observations. And this person, everything they said... I found myself, and I feel like I may have done it like verbally three or four times where I was like, oh, (laughs) like they pointed out things in the text that I've read that text. I don't know how many times, a dozen times or more read commentaries in my arrogance thinking, okay, I've exhausted, I've exhausted what's in this (laughs) text. I've wrung it out. It's so so arrogant and stupid for me to think that even subconsciously, but for them to point out like, yeah, I noticed this and I noticed this theme and, and I'm just like dang, I didn't see any of that. And I realized like, man, there's yeah. something about reading it in community that yeah. it's like, yeah, you'll hear our insights on Sunday morning. You'll even hear even more insights in the podcast, but you reading it yourself, God is going to show you stuff too. Exactly. And it's like, that's the power of reading scripture in community. It's so cool because if you think about it, as we go through Ephesians together, even though we're going through 11 weeks, we don't think whoever's preaching has got the corner on the market on everything Ephesians, that's yeah. for sure. We're just trying to, you know, give you some perspective from what we've studied. However, it's hopefully to fuel your fire so that you'll study. And so it's amazing how I remember uh, preaching sermons before where people come up and say, man, I really love what you said about, I don't remember saying anything what they said. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's well, God's speaking to you, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so it's not, it's not j- the word of God is powerful. What does it, what does it say about itself? It's like a sharp, you know, two-edged sword, two-edged sword cut, yeah, divides def- truth. Not, it. not just, you know, viscerally, but like spiritually affects yeah. us. No, I love that. And the cool thing is about like, you know, like I said, each of these is only covering, like I said, the first week is 14 verses, it's not a huge section, but the thing is, and which we've experienced this before, certain texts that we've preached on multiple times yeah. and how different the messages are. Like it just shows the depth of God's word. It, you can't hit rock bottom on that. Yeah. Like there's just always more that the spirit can show and can lead. And so we're hopefully hoping to attack this letter from multiple different angles. Um, so we are able to mine as much truth from it as possible. Exactly. So, very so the series starts this next Sunday. It's called Ephesians in, in Christ. Yeah. And let's talk a little bit about 
why do what do you like about book studies? You know, because we're going yeah. to as we're going to Ephesians, it's different because we call this more of an expository study. Yeah, absolutely. We also do topical studies, like we just did one called Fences. We were yeah. just going through like barriers uh, to loving your neighbor, but those came from all sorts of different scriptures. Yeah, the things absolutely. that you know, because we were we were focused on this topic, but this is different because now we're going verse by verse through a book. So, what do you yeah. like about yeah about books? to be able to explain what I like about going through a book in its entirety? For to really understand, I need to explain why we do topical messages just a little bit because then it'll help kind of accent the difference sure because like with the fence series for example like one thing i do like about topical series is that we get to grab ideas or texts that are not necessarily side by side in the bible and show how man all the different aspects of scripture there's dimensions that are just connected together the same ideas show up in different places and the way they show up in different places actually complement and like letting scripture interpret scripture, like this passage over here helps us understand this one in a different letter. And that's all great. But one thing that I just love about going through a letter is one, we don't have to pick the topics that are talked about. Mm. We let scripture speak for itself. So like, as I begin to read, like, I'll, you know, for example, the first 14 verses, I didn't go into it thinking, oh, I want, I'm going to talk about forgiveness or I'm going to talk about, you know, prayer or talk about, baptism or whatever instead i read it and i pray that prayer of you know speak lord you know your servant is listening and god shows me what he wants me to share from that text that i let i let the scripture define it rather than me you know bringing an idea to it and you get to do that throughout the entire letter that rather than taking a text maybe out of its context which you have to be careful about doing Mm. and that's why even with topical messages i try to make sure where i go with when i you know kind of break apart a particular text that it actually is in line with the greater context in which i pulled it with a book study you don't have to do that yeah because i just know like i got to hear what you spoke on the week before which butts up right against the text I'm looking at. And then I realized, man, some points you made actually inform where I go with mine. Like it, it colors it. You can't help but see how they're connected together. And so I get to bring that out and saying, hey, once you see it in this context, man, it makes a huge difference and helps you understand maybe what Paul meant when he wrote it. Yeah, I was going to say something similar to that. And, you know, and using kind of you know big words you and I are used to, but the word uh, exegesis versus... Uh-oh. theology uh-oh. alert, guys. <laughs> Eisegesis just simply means exegesis means what what comes out of the text. Mm. Eisegesis just means what do we read into the text. Yeah, and it's it's not that we should be performing, if you will, or practicing eisegesis on anything, whether it's topical or expository sermons. But expository, I don't know, tends to hold me as a teacher with my feet to the fire. Yeah, a little more with exe- making sure I do a good job with exegesis. You know what is actually coming out of that text because of the context, like you're saying, and it forces. And hopefully, you to, we'll do that during topical as well. For, but it's it's easier to be a little lazier with topical. Yeah. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, because the thing I love about like the book studies is it forces you to preach on topics that you normally wouldn't. Yeah, like with topical series, it's like, man, I really want to do a series on generosity. I really want to do one on forgiveness or community. And so you get to you get to almost set your own agenda in some ways, even though those are biblical ideas and important. The right, right. Un- I really want to do a Star Wars themed sermon. <laughs> yeah, Lord help us. <laughs> Don't use the force. That's coming. That's coming. Yeah, but the problem that can come with that is unintentionally you can only focus on the topics you're comfortable preaching. Yeah. Whereas, like preaching through a book series, like you got to cover every topic, comfortable co- or not. Yeah, comfortable or not. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it's like, ooh, I don't know what to. Like we've sat in our like teaching team meetings and thought, I got to be honest, 
I have no idea what to do with this text. <laughs> I'm like, that's a growth edge for me. Yeah. But it also gives an opportunity for the spirit to show up and say, no, like all scripture is God breathed and all of it is used for teaching and rebuking and correcting and all that. And so we get to practice that in some forces ways. you to deal with a controversial and strange text. Yeah, you know, like, exactly. You know. <laughs> that's so good. So in doing this book series, you know, it's, it is Ephesians. Yeah. So uh, we're not going to get into a lot of details about Ephesians in this series overview, simply because since we're going to be doing a podcast every single week, uh, along with along with the sermons themselves. Yeah, which see, one, one thing I'm really excited about, yeah. like the actual podcast, is because it's 11 weeks, you know, the teaching pastors who normally teach, whoever's speaking will do that, and they get to invite a special guest in. Right. I may have mentioned that real in passing, but like I'm excited for the people I've already, for my weeks, that I have thought about and have even talked to about inviting, and some of them are just so jacked about uh, being they're like one of them was like texting me like I'm gonna be on a podcast I'm so excited <laughs> and so like it's it's gonna be cool to hear different voices than maybe you get to normally hear on a Sunday they won't morning. be that excited if they're with me and I'm not pushing the record button <laughs> after the third time of recording it in a row you won't be excited <laughs> it's okay well with now why let's talk kind of overall though why Ephesians mm-hmm. and why why at this time why are we going through Ephesians yeah. at this time. I mean, for for me, I, I I feel like part part of the reason that I felt drawn to it in particular is uh, the Paul's letter to to the Ephesians is one of what's called the prison epistles, mm-hmm. where Paul wrote it in what is considered by the most scholars to be the final years of his life. He's sitting in a Roman prison, knowing that death may come soon. And I don't know, there's something about the season we even just went through with COVID and kind of post that, that it forced us during a time of hardship to really ask ourselves honest questions about what really matters Mm. and how we waste our time on a lot of things that we think matter, but really don't. Mm -hmm. And so I, I get the sense of just even the topics and the things that Paul talks about in Ephesians that him sitting in prison forced him to really realize what is most important because the, a common theme, the reason why we call the series Ephesians colon in Christ is because that's a major theme throughout the through this letter and all his letters, right? Yeah, really all of his letters because I was looking up, there's a statistic that uh, it's one of the most common expressions, the phrase in Christ in Paul's writings that I think he uses the expression in all of his letters, something like 73 times, Wow, which is crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. But he uses it quite a bit uh, in Ephesians in particular. And you see this theme of like, how is my personal, like once I'm in Christ, how is my personal life affected? How is the life of the church, like us as a spiritual community affected? How is my family life affected? How is the spiritual reality, like the spiritual Mm. world in the world affected? I mean, he just talks about how literally every dimension of our lives is impacted by being in Christ. And I feel like, man, what, what is more important than us? I mean, it's that John 15 about the, I am the vine, you are the branches, abiding in Jesus, how important that is. You have no life in you. You will wither and die if you're not in Christ. And so Paul is kind of pushing that in every dimension of our lives home in this letter. And I felt like that's apropos to the season that we're in. I, what I, I think I love about Ephesians is the fact that, like we talked about, there are prison epistles, there are pastoral epistles like Timothy when he's writing to somebody in particular, yeah. kind, of, kind of pastoring. But it's it's interesting because uh, there were lots of places he was at. Obviously, he Paul was itinerant. He was the kind of a guy who'd raise leaders up and 
encouraged him, and some of his letters are about that encouragement, also things he heard about that he was trying to straighten out. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we don't know, you know, he traveled so much because these missionary journeys, but Ephesus was a, was a city he actually stayed for some time. Yeah, it was like something. two years. He'd I been think. there multiple times, and then at one point, yeah, stayed something like two years. And I know that it's really interesting because uh, there's archaeology and stuff to back this up. They actually rented a a little hall, if you will, in <laughs> Ephesus where he did a lot of teaching. People he, would come and teach. He rented teach. the local KC hall. They yeah. had KC halls even back then. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really interesting because there's a big, there was a huge library in Ephesus. Oh, wow. and he, he was actually not too far from there. It's, it's, I don't know. It's just really interesting to me because yeah. it just puts some real, like this was real, you know, real city, real. This wasn't it, just him writing to a group of people that he met at one point, but like he spent significant yeah. pastoral time and probably it's like, I wonder even as I read it, I'm thinking like, did he have specific families or faces in mind when he wrote certain yeah. things? Yeah. Um, and, and what's really interesting to me is I, the, I had this question is why Ephesus? Why would he stay there? Mm. For a longer time, when he wasn't that kind of guy, you know? Yeah. So why did these stay? Was there a reason? Was there a strategy involved? And I think there might have been. Yeah. Because when you were uh, talking with uh, well Tim Maxson, who was uh, your mentor and the guy who was here a couple weeks ago talking yeah, to he's our one church. Of our, like for global outreach, yeah. he's, a, he's a pastor in a church in Dubai. In, in Dubai. United Air, Air Emirates. And one of the reasons he's there is because of the fact that there's so many people from around the world in Dubai. It's like 120 nations in the city. 90 of them they've reached. Represented in the yeah, church. represented in the church, which is crazy. But it's amazing because he said what, what happens is they have a chance to share the gospel uh, make disciples of people, and then they get to go back home. It's a huge crossroads yeah, it's for a crossroads. faith to send out into different parts of the world. And that's kind of how that's Eph- what Ephesus was. Ephesus was that, yeah. The more yeah, I read about it, the more, I, the more I'm convinced that's what it was. That makes sense that he was strategically there for a longer time. Because even in some of the background stuff, which I'm going to, spoiler alert, talk about a little bit uh, <laughs> coming up this Sunday, one of the things that I honestly didn't know, as much as I've studied Ephesians or read about, the, you know, read some of this stuff, that Ephesus was the fourth largest city in the roman empire mm. like wow. not not yeah. just in the Gre- greece area you know the kind of area at least paul initially stayed like i mean that's north africa that's the middle east that's all of the greco-roman it's type amazing, area man. up into i mean it was the fourth largest city a huge hub for trade by sea by river by land lots of roman roads uh, connected there like it was a hub for travel and trade so a lot of people probably came through there so it was it, i absolutely agree that it was probably strategic why he spent so much time there Another interesting thing I read, and I actually saw this in a secular uh, view of the uh, ancient Ephesus. Oh, wow. Was that 30% of the population were slaves. Oh, wow. 30 to 40. Which makes sense why. But, late, but a lot late. of the slaves had, they actually had, uh, some of them were actually doctors and lawyers and things like that. It wasn't like, it wasn't like they're in chains and that kind of thing. It was yeah. more. But but it was a it was a very Roman thing to do, of course. Which, which makes sense why later in the letter, as we'll get into later, like in the household codes, yes. we're talking about husbands, wives, families, how they're how each of the dimensions of relationships are affected by Christ. Slaves is addressed addressed because if thirty percent of the population, population that there were likely slaves who had come to Christ. Yeah, it's fascinating. It really is. So as we get into Ephesians, then I mean, I, I guess. Um, one of the things you talked about in Christ being such you know a dominant uh, factor, if you will, or yeah. that we're going to look at as well. I know one thing that's interesting to me in Ephesians is how he uses words like heavenly places quite often. He uses mm. 
lot of spiritual words about that. And I, and I was, and almost, I guess the question I'm asking is this, uh, why, why now for our church? And I guess one thing for me was we're talking through Ephesians. I think this is good timing for me too, uh, with us is that I think we can be pretty, I don't know, cold or cynical or forgetful mm. of the spirit that there's a spirit, whole spiritual world going on, Yeah, you know, that what we're the being in Christ means that, yeah, we're here, but we're also got a, we've got a home, you know, we got eternity, uh, written written on our foreheads. This What's that reality? With, I think it's in Colossians 3 that talks about it, which there's a lot of mirror but even between the way Colossians is structured in Ephesians, mm-hmm. where it talks about how you have been seated with God in Christ in the heavenly places. Yeah. So don't yeah. focus on simply earthly things, but set your mind on heavenly things. So um, good. There's a, Yeah, there's power to that. Tell you what, I think there's going to be a lot of good stuff that's going to come out of this exegetically. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully and prayerfully as we go through Ephesians. Make sure you sign up at newhopenow.cc yeah. if you haven't already. Uh, but I think this could be a great series. And keep tuning in to New Hope Underground because you're going to be hearing those. Uh, and it, we'll be sending those up as individual episodes along with our regular programming, if you will. And the truth is you may not hear this podcast or any of the others until we're a little bit into the series. Sometimes people mm-hmm. are late adapters and come upon things after they've already started. That's okay. It's not like, oh, if I miss the beginning, then, oh, what, what's the point? Uh, you can sign up for the notifications and in, 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 even if we're two weeks out from finishing it, yep. you can still get notifications and catch up because the, the, each of the episodes is not going to be very long. Um, just quick devotional podcasts. Exactly right and i hope you hope you enjoyed hey thanks tyler hey thanks darren let's uh end with some cool music